Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly podcast from handsomefandom.com. I'm Ben, and with me here today is Dave, the originator of Christmas, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, Santa Claus's birthday. It was my idea. Yeah. How about that? Did you did you actually know Santa beforehand, or did you like meet him afterwards after you declared it? Like, you just heard about him. Yeah, no, he, he lived on my street. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he started to get on in age, so he asked me to cut his grass yeah um and uh you know he was he kept asking me dude don't need short people i need like a lot of them like yeah he said it like under his breath like that too so right yeah weird guy but uh you know he looked jolly so has he always worn the red no no he used to wear uh like a coral okay yeah yeah that was his thing um then switched to the red once uh you know he saw he saw the money that coca-cola was making and he thought i'm gonna do that too yeah it's crazy how he actually started started working for Coca-Cola at one point. <laughs> yeah. Remember that phase of Santa's life? I don't know what it was, but I felt like Coca-Cola um out of the like Christmas cans that they had from like November to, you know, into January, for some reason those just tasted better to me. And I know oh. it's the exact same Coca-Cola in the cans. Maybe. In fact, it's probably been sitting aging longer because, <laughs> you know, they've got them sitting there from last year or whatever, but I don't know what it was, but I just I got those cans cold out of the fridge and if like I had just a regular one and then one of the Santa theme ones from like the late 90s, those just tasted better to me. I don't I can't explain. What if it actually was a different formula? It's possible, but um, you know, based on what I just said, that that's that's a possibility. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And honestly, you know, Coca-Cola and the polar bears were all good with Coke until they started talking about unionizing. Now you don't see them anymore. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the polar bears, who knows what happened to them. Yeah. Um, another voice you hear there is uh, Brandon, also known as um, Krampus in and of himself. Yes. I'm, I, glad, um, you, I'm glad you clarified that, Ben. Just yeah. Cause, I I whack I just, children with listen, sticks. You guys get on me if I in, if I introduce you incorrectly. I have to make sure he gets an introduction. Yes, of course. The Prince of Darkness Two, Krampus, <laughs> um, himself in the flesh, um, here to bring misery. Yeah, Dave. I always thought you knew Santa through the misses because I know that. Uh, oh wait, we won't. Su- we won't say that on the show. Never mind. Never, never mind. Never mind. We'll stick to the story. We'll stick to the story. We'll stick to the story. Okay. All right. Um. I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Um, lovely Christmas. It's actually heating up around here. Uh, uh, 20 degrees. I think it was 25 earlier. Ooh, we. I'm about to break out. That's like a Western PA staple. I don't know about you, Dave, but around here, when it's like 20 to 30 degrees out, people consistently wear short sleeves and T-shirts. Well, that's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Short sleeves and shorts. Yeah. Until it's like in the teens 
Yeah, people. So, well, sorry, so, hang on. Sorry, one second. Twenty degrees Fahrenheit is what we're talking about. Yes, sir. Okay, well, okay. So oh, negative six point six 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 seven degrees Celsius. Now oh just shit. Said. Continue. Well, God damn. It, well, it's interesting because you don't necessarily see that as it's getting colder, but once it gets to like sub zero and then it gets back up to twenty, people right. will break out the shorts again. Oh yeah. And it's like, what are you trying to prove? Are you? Did you really? Did your blood really thin or thicken that much? Whatever the the right thing is, yeah. that that now twenty is hot to you. Yeah, I just think it really is an ego thing. Um, mm. And uh, don't be afraid of a good scarf. Don't yeah. be afraid of a good mitten. No, um, or I snowshoe. Hate, I hate being bundled up. Oh. So I understand the desire, but I prefer not having frostbitten legs. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, blackened skin that's falling off is is is, is uh, worse to me than just uh, sure the scarf um yeah but no i don't know if that happens in canada dave some people around here got some real big dick energy when it comes to the cold and i see it all the time yeah. like the one day it was it was literally one of the days that was single digits and there was a man walking into walgreens in shorts no jacket t-shirt so i i noticed that a lot when i was in uh western canada so it was like cold it doesn't get as cold as as it is here um, I'm talking about like Vancouver. Um, but like, because you're on the ocean, it was like, in my opinion, it was like a bone chilling cold, but I still notice people walking around with shorts and t-shirts or very thin jackets. And I'm like, does your body just need time to get used to this? As for like where I am. Um, so I'm in a part of Southern Ontario where there is a lot of people living here who were not born here. In mm. fact, they were born in parts of the world where, this kind of cold is not heard of. So they're bundled like up in like October. It's, it's crazy. So we don't yeah. see a lot of that here, which is nice. Um, yeah. People, people, people get cold real quick uh, in our neck of the woods. Dave, I, I mentioned, I said, you said about people not born here. Your wife wasn't born here. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, or she was there. I should say she was born uh, in Iran and came right. to Canada when she was seven years old. I, so maybe she's been, in the the, the um, culture, this culture long enough, but what is her like background with Santa? Was that a thing for her when she was growing up? Like when she was real little? Um, yes. Uh, it's, they had like a, <laughs> it's really bad. They, they have um, this spin on Santa. Um, I can't remember his name. I think it was like Haji Farouz or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's great. Like he looks like Santa. So like growing up in Iran, like you, you have, there are parallels between Christmas and, and, uh, here and, and there and, right. and, you know, just that celebration. But the, the one delineating factor between Santa Claus and this guy in Iran, I can't, again, I can't remember his name for sure. I think it's Haji Farouz or something We'll like go that. with that because we don't know any different either. He does blackface. Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know why, but uh, that's just just the thing. He he has a Santa like costume, um, yeah. and I'll look it up and I'll, I'll share it with you guys. But it, it's a real thing, and it's just it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, Christmas is is has always been a thing for them, and uh, obviously there's no religious connotation for them. But right. they've got a bunch of other different parties. They do like something. We actually had a party last Wednesday, so the Wednesday before Christmas because of the winter solstice. Uh -huh. Oh, cool! So we have like a big get together for each one of the solstices. Uh, yeah. The one in spring being the, the big solstice. one. Yeah, solstice. Solstice. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, so yeah, but they'll they'll find any reason to party. That's for yeah. sure. 
I don't blame him, honestly. Yeah. If I lived in, if I lived uh, in, in Iran or Canada, either one, I'd probably need a reason to party. Yeah. All the, all the time. Well, if you're hearing this, uh, the one that releases for patrons, you're going to realize there's not been any news. And that's always the case this time of year. So we have something a little different planned or not different, but something planned. Uh, but if you are hearing this when it releases to free feeds, that means you're not a patron. And there might be tons of news by now and we missed out on it. But you feel like we're late, but we're not because you're just because you're not a patron. OK, uh, I'm being really passive aggressive here now. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. If you want to sign up for as little as a dollar a month, that's literally a whole month. You know, that's one twelfth of the year for a dollar. Uh, you could do that. We'd appreciate it. It would really help us out. And also you get ad free early access to the show two days or, or one day early. Uh, depends on what time of the day I post it, I suppose. But <laughs> you get ad free early access to the show. We appreciate that. And if you don't want to be a patron or if you do, uh, you can join us over on our discord at handsomephantom.com slash discord. We appreciate that. And uh, for those of you who have been listening for a whole year, you might remember last year. Dave came up with the idea <laughs> to do some gaming resolutions for 2022. No. Now, this is not the show where we do gaming resolutions for 2023. That's going to be next week. This is my notice to, to you guys and myself, because I have no idea, to come up with some resolutions for next year, uh, for 2023. But this year, I went through and I listened to the, to the last year's episode and wrote down all of our gaming <laughs> resolutions, all three of us. And we're going to go over them just because, I mean, like, we just need content, right? Right. Sure, sure. Uh, we're going to go over them and just talk about them and, like, what we accomplished. Because I know that a couple of them, we, we I think each of us accomplished at least one of them. And what we didn't accomplish and just, you know, talk through that. And then we'll get into what we've been playing and all that kind of stuff later uh, if you don't care about our gaming resolutions. But I'll go over them each so that nobody's left out. Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to go first? And to make it clear to the audience, we were not privy that Ben would be, would be. Um... Oh, yeah. For the topic, we did not know in advance, so this is kind of like off the cuff. I mean, you knew a year in advance. This was well, coming back to bite you at some point. I know. I just figured it fell through the cracks, but yeah. Well, there was a crack somewhere in there. I don't know. <laughs> it came right back up Ben's crack. It came right, right back out my crack. <laughs> okay. Uh, and by the way, when I decided that we were going to do this today, when I looked and didn't see any news, I was like, I have no idea what my. Uh, resolutions were so i might have failed at all of them so i need to, <laughs> I, i'm just as in much trouble as they are but we didn't i think all of us all of us at least got progress so who wants to go first who wants who wants we'll, we'll do alternating ones sure brandon uh, you, you can go first all right yeah that yeah. sounds good nobody go nobody volunteered immediately okay brandon your first thing you said that you wanted to get through more of your backlog now before you start, that's I'll vague. say that's vague. What? Go ahead. It's pretty vague. It's vague. Yeah, it's, it's pretty vague. vague. It's very. You vague. could play yeah. one game and, and right. have accomplished it. Right. All right. But anyway, let's just talk about it. Let's talk sure. about your backlog for the year. Talk or talk about like what you know, what progress you made in that area, if any. And I yeah. know you did. So no, I mean, uh, wow. I'm trying to think of what I even finished playing this year. I know I finished a bunch, but I guess on the spot I should have prepared. Um, well, it would be kind of hard to prepare since I didn't tell you what we were I doing. I know. I know. Um, no, I, I think I did pretty well. Currently, I'm not feeling too good about it. And I'll talk about it later because I do have some unfinished games, uh -huh. um, from this year that I don't think at this rate, three of them will get finished in the next week. Yeah. 
Um, so I guess in that aspect, I did fail a bit. But a lot of the games I've started this year, I have finished. Those aren't really backlog games. Those are current games, well, that's though. That's true. Yeah. It's not like you put them down and walked away from them. You're just still playing them. Right. Well, okay. Let me help you out. I know you went through, you played all the God of War games. I did play all the God of War. That was, that was kind of on my backlog because I hadn't played them all. I also think, was that this year or the end of last year? Uncharted. I did all the Uncharted's too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was this year. That was a part of my backlog. So I actually did a pretty good job. I played you, through all the Uncharted's, which I had never done before. Yeah. Um, I played through all the God of Wars, uh-huh. um, which I hadn't played all of them. Um, you played Metro? I played Metro. Um, I played something else on Game Pass. I'm completely blanking right now. I don't fucking know, man. Well, I mean, I did, that's progress. I did pretty good, though. I mean, like, just taking that into account. That's that's at least eight games right there. Right. That's right. way more backlog than I finished this year. Well, that's way more backlog than I, like, literally, I think in the past year, I probably have finished more games than I've finished in the past four. Yeah. Combined. Just, you know, and I'm going to say it the same thing I said when I was doing the back-to-back and what Dave said, try back-to-back games. Yeah. If, if there's a series you've not played, try what I did because it is a incredibly interesting and eye-opening experience. Even if it's games you have played, maybe you played Uncharted 1 when it came out, maybe you played Uncharted 2 when it came out, try them back-to-back because it's really good. It's really cool to see the progression um, as time goes on and to see, it kind of gives you like hindsight um you know playing them just like that um but no i think i did a pretty damn good job all in all one one thing about that just before you move on is like having done that same thing like playing through a series Mm -hmm. it's like super fun going back and playing a series um that you know goes back a couple generations because then when you get your teeth sunk into it and then you move on to a game that like jumps a generation it's it's like playing like a next gen game, even though it's you know we're talking about PS3 or PS4 era something like that. So like if you can get something that crosses like generational boundaries, moving from one sequel to another that like was PS2 and then PS3, right? Is in my experience it was really cool. So like going from uh, like Devil May Cry one to DMC three earlier this year or like the stuff i did with the darksiders last year it was so much fun like coming up to a game that was on a different generation than one of the originals um yeah really feels cool yeah no and i played saints row the third which i guess that's not bad i've i've played that before sure but it was kind of cool to play an old game um i finished the artful escape which is actually another one that i've been meaning to play for a long time i actually played that at pax yeah and thought it was super cool yeah no i think i did a pretty good job nice all in all um and i think i played no it takes two was last year but there were some games that slipped slipped through the cracks like i really wish i finished ghostwire tokyo oh yeah Um, yeah i did not finish that unfortunately i could not get into it i just simply could not um death stranding i finally beat this year as well so i guess yeah i actually did a really good job success all in all success uh outstanding achievement um as far dude, dude and i beat uh gt7 i'm just thinking of all of them now. Well, that like, came out this year that doesn't count oh, damn, oh wait did it yeah it, it did okay. yeah, it came out at the beginning of the it feels like a year ago feels like forever but, ago yeah. um but no really really good man nice um overall very pleased with my progress still some stuff kind of didn't make the cut but yeah i mean since it was so vague 
if you'd played one, it would have you would have been successful. <laughs> I know. So I got like seven hundred percent of my goal as far as that one goes. Sure. Now I'm not going to hold my breath for the rest if I didn't manage to think up anything else a year ago. You did, but we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dave, you're Fair up next. Enough. I've already given you some crap about this one this year, and you did adjust it slightly at the at the very beginning of the year. But one of your uh, resolutions slash goals was to beat Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring without a guide. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I got to say I'm impressed that you wrote these down or somehow kept record of like I thought you were going to throw it to each of us and expected us to remember our resolutions. Oh, no, no. But I'm, I'm I'm happy to see that you you have. Here's the thing. Down. I had zero clue what mine were, and I was right. pretty sure that no one else would either. Yeah. Right, right. Cool. Well, I'm, I I don't remember what yours are either, so I'm looking forward to hearing what they are uh, as a reminder. But yeah, um, Elden Ring, uh, pretty anticipated game for me coming into 2022. Um, I had wet my appetite with from software games, uh, before, cause in 2021, I played, uh, Demon's Souls remake, uh, got through that, but I needed a lot of help from a guide. So I was kind of going into Elden Ring, hoping that, you know, I could use less prescribed means to get from point A to point B. Uh, but shortly after starting the game and realizing just how, open-ended it really is and 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 stuff like that I, I quickly realized that i was going to need some help but i didn't use like a like a step-by-step guide or anything you know i kind of found my way through dungeons and areas and stuff um but i didn't really want to find myself in an area i really wasn't supposed to be in so every now and then i'd peek in and, and kind of see you know should i be here should i go somewhere else um, that kind of stuff. So I did make that adjustment, but in any case, I, I finished Elden Ring. Um, as I said last week, I had a couple of times where I really wanted to put it down and go play something else, but I kind of pushed through it. It felt really good. Um, I was at the end and like, I know I'm at the very end of the game and I kind of hit a wall with Elden Beast and, uh, Radagon. And that's when I called in my good buddy, Brandon to, Let's go. to, um finish the winning blow but okay so i needed brandon's help to finish that fight but i do want to mention that in the fight where i actually killed him um brandon died in like the first phase so i you know he took aggro you know i we got through radagon and i still had quite a few estus flasks and uh you know so i had brandon eating aggro as well as my mimic or no i didn't use a mimic yeah yeah you can't summon yeah right right right. with um dave honestly it's, I am pr- I am happy that you finished it that way. You, you want to know why though? Is because as satisfying as it would have been to beat the game, yeah, I did help. But you beat the game. You beat it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like like I wasn't there. So even though I I pulled a little bit, I I, I was pretty much your mimic for that. So yeah. Dave, props to you, my friend. You and I mean, it. if you've watched people like you know from software streamers on Twitch, like I watched a guy a couple of weeks ago beat the game with a fucking Pringles can on his left hand. Yeah, I'm not, that, that was his run. Was a Pringles run? I think it was a sponsor thing. But dude, like you see are, how people easy easily people are beating this game. Like the dance pad girl, dude, um, she's doing two games at once with the dance pad. I'm, yeah, I'm not joking. How? So people are making it look ridiculous, but it was it was something I wanted to do. It was a 60 hour game, which for me is a big deal. Uh, so yeah, that's one that I I accomplished, and I'm I'm pretty happy about it. So nice. Yeah, yeah. I right around the the time a couple weeks after you started playing it. 
Uh, I was giving you shit. I said, well, you've broken one of your resolutions and you said, I am adjusting my resolution to just <laughs> beat Elden Ring because that's, like that's you fair. said, that's a big accomplishment for you. Yeah, so, yeah, and for, it would fair. be for me too because I just put it down after like 25 hours. So, you for anybody. Yeah, for sure. Okay. My first one uh, was to play my consoles more. And my reasoning was because I play at my PC a lot, usually if I have an option between playing it on one or the other. I'm, I'm pl- if I have an option of I could play this anywhere, I'll pick my PC generally. Uh, but this year, maybe it was just the style of games that came out or maybe uh, it was subconscious. I don't know. But I did play my consoles more than I did last year. Uh, that's not to say I played them more than my PC, which wasn't my goal necessarily. And I guess this one was kind of vague for me too, Brandon. Right. <laughs> but my my goal was to play my consoles more. And uh I've played a lot of games. I played a lot of games. I didn't realize until they sent that PlayStation wrap up how many games I played on my PS5 this year, uh, how many games I played on uh, my Series S this year. And then also the other thing I did, it's not maybe this doesn't quite fall into what I was saying, but I played a lot of like my um, SNES classic mini Um after I realized that I had that I bought one after, and I already had one, and I then decided I actually needed to play it. Uh, so I played a lot more of that, and I played a lot of games um, on the N64 as well, mostly with my kids and wife, um, like, you know, Mario Party and stuff like that. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I didn't really have a, a defined number, but I know that I played them. I played my PlayStation 5 probably at least 100 hours more than last year. And... Uh, my Xbox, it doesn't actually keep it. Well, at least on my wrap up, it didn't actually keep track. Uh, but I know that I played more games on it. So I would assume that means I played on it more. So I guess I beat that. I got that one, too. Um, it's interesting because I find myself more inclined to play on PC, as I mentioned last year, just for a couple of reasons. One of them being that usually anything multiplayer I'm going to play on my PC because it's just so much easier with discord and like getting a group together and, you know, with, with mouse and keyboard, because most of the games I'm playing multiplayer are FPS type games. So I tend to want to play on my PC, but I think I played more um, like story driven stuff this year than I did last year. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> I got a cough, a little, a little boy cough, a little tickle going on. Brandon, that kind of feeds in, <laughs> that kind of feeds into your next one. Um, what I was just saying there, what you said was that you wanted to do more single player experiences this year. I achieved that. Yeah, that kind of l- lends well to my backlog because I feel like a lot of the games that I play the most are when I'm playing with my friends. Um, like I, I, I put the most hours into those games, and they typically have you know, for lack of a better term, grinding in them. The multiplayer games typically have some form of uh, progression that involves a larger amount of time than maybe a story game. Yeah. Um, but no, I did that absolutely. Uh, I've, I, I was playing through entire series this past year. So something I've never, ever done, um, not to that scale. So um, I guess I didn't really put much weight into it, but after talking about it here now, um, I'm pretty proud of myself, I guess, for actually sticking through because it wasn't always easy. Even though I really liked every single Uncharted game and every single God of War game, some of those games are kind of old. And they yeah. kind of fucking suck. Yeah. Um, you know, so like Uncharted 1 was a little rough. 
you know, the enemies are uninteresting and the gunplay's not great. Um, and God of War is a masterpiece, but, you know, it's old. Um, so I absolutely did that. Um, and even games like Metro, yeah. like, I think if it were like five or six years ago, I would have never, ever, ever made it through Metro. And I'm, I'm glad to have done that because for all of its things that kind of made me a little ick, uh-huh. by the end, it was an amazing experience and I'm glad to have had it, have had it. Um, so I absolutely did that two for two. Yeah. Can't believe it, man. I'm going to keep this up because it, it's been a lot of fun. There's a couple other series that I haven't really dove into very heavily. Yeah. Um, I think I picked two really good ones to kind of do front to back. Um, if I had to pick, but I would love to do it again next year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to think about it. Nice. So those were your two, Brandon. You you gave two. Uh, Dave, do you remember your other one? I have it, if you don't. I do. Okay. I do. I was actually worried that you were going to say I had three, because I only remember two. Oh. But I, I do remember the other one. And this is the one I've been kind of uh, thinking hard about. Because I can't decide. So go ahead. Say the goal. Dave's other goal, his other resolution, was to play online more with friends, specifically, is what he said. Ah. Uh. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I actually hit this one. Um, I did play online a lot more this year, and I can mostly attribute that to Deep Rock Galactic. Mm. Um, but that was with randoms. Yeah. But it's still an online experience. It's still something I wouldn't normally do. Like one of the reasons I've shied away from um, co-op games is because um, you know, I have to find somebody else to play and I don't really want to play with randoms, but then I found deep rock. Yeah. Um, and that's a game where it's so easy to group up, uh, with random people and still have like a really, really good time. Um, so I think in that respect, I, 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 I kind of hit that one. Um, I did play with you. Like, I don't have really any other friends that I would call up and say, Hey, do you want to play something with me? Yeah. Um, so I played with you guys a little bit. We played some Deep Rock earlier this year. Uh, ben, I played some Grounded with you. I played Call of Duty with you uh, closer to launch. So I, I played more with you guys, but still probably not as much as I would have. I think what I was really trying to get at was like, I want to stay up later. I might. Because the biggest reason I don't I don't play as much, uh, you know, with friends is is uh, most of my friends are are up late playing and and I can't stay awake past ten o'clock for some stupid reason. Well, you get um, up pretty early, don't you? I do. Yeah, that I usually part, that's something to do with it. Place, <laughs> yeah, I should sleep in a little <laughs> bit more. Um, I don't know. So I think. I, I kind of half hit this one, um, but I I think the point of me kind of setting this was to play online with, with my friends more. Um, and I did that to an extent, but I think I would have liked to do it more. So this is kind of, are, are we awarding half points? Um, I don't, I think you get, um, yeah, you can, whatever point system you want to use is fine. Is this like whose line is it anyways Dave. where the points don't matter? Dave, <laughs> you played with us, or at least me, more than you've played with me in years prior. Okay, Even though it so, still wasn't a ton, it was still more than years prior. I, well, I see that as a win. Yeah. Even that, Dave, something you're not thinking of is even if you weren't actively playing online with someone, you and Duncan going back and forth with times is kind of like playing with somebody online. Yeah. You're not you're not like in the same track, but the fact that you guys are logging scores and then like separately, I 
I feel like that counts a little bit, man. Yeah, that's it Gran Turismo to. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just, that's fair because you kind of like it's not a real time thing, but you still kind of have to coordinate that. So yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, I'm convinced. That's yeah, that's dude. a pass. You that's still didn't pass. get the. You still didn't stay up later, but you did no. play online more. There's no. always next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. Do you really need to get to work? on time like that's are they gonna are they going to fire you over 10 minutes like those are the things you need to ask yourself that's true i'll ask my boss next time I see all right him. yeah well, are you really gonna fire me over 10 minutes five times a week yeah compound interest you can just tell them we asked yeah <laughs> my real employers asked. <laughs> okay so you guys both had two for some reason i had three uh i don't know why but uh, i had three and one of them i I succeeded at one of them. I failed at to some extent. The first one, the one I succeeded at, complete Titanfall 2's campaign. Hell yeah. I did it, boys. Absolutely. I did it. No, it, again, I, I mentioned this last year, but I've, I have I own this game on like three different places. I think I have it digitally on PlayStation, physically on PlayStation. Uh, I think it's, it was on game pass or it still is. And I think I have it on steam as well. So like I own it on three, you could say, and have access to it on a fourth, but it just, there's no reason. I, it's not like I didn't want to play it. It was just one of those things where I never, I never got around to it. And everybody was like, you have to play it. And it, it's only like what, six or eight hours. Yeah. It's really hard. simple. It's well, it's a, it's a great campaign. And for anybody who hasn't played it yet, I would, I would, again, I mentioned this earlier in the year on the show, but I would again encourage you to check it out because it's just like, it's what I want more games to be like. Shooters. More shooters. Yeah. It, and obviously like a big part of shooters for many people and myself included is multiplayer, but for just a campaign, like to go through and just have a short linear, pretty much campaign where you get to, all the mechanics are there and there's big set pieces and you go through it and you get a somewhat meaningful story and it feels cool and it's good and it doesn't leave you wanting more or leave you thinking that was too long. Uh, I do. I want more of those. So Titanfall two for me was really, really fun. And it's a, it's one I can see playing again multiple times just cause like it is really, it's a good experience in that, you are your tasks are varied you're doing right. a lot of different types of things right. and all of the ways you do them are cool yeah there's like stakes and it's short and sweet you right. said it man it just is yeah so i think i ended up playing that on pc uh because i wanted mouse and keyboard yeah specifically for that game oh i don't blame you yeah yeah you've seen the light now yeah dude i have <laughs> i've seen the light the rgb light the, the rgb light <laughs> Okay, and then my last one, uh, my third one, was to um, knock out all of the Sea of Thieves commendations. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I forgot this about this. <laughs> and when I said it, I'm pretty sure Dave said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or something similar to that. But so the way that these work are most of them, the majority of them are PVE related. And... I play almost entirely, almost exclusively PvP and Sea of Thieves. And so I should have known that I wouldn't knock them out, and I definitely didn't. I knocked out a lot of them. A couple of things, a couple of caveats, though. One, they added new factions and therefore more commendations. So I wouldn't have even, if I had accomplished all the other ones, I wouldn't include those, but they added more to it, and I haven't gotten those either. 
uh, a lot. And those are actually PvP specific. And I just, as much as I play PvP, I haven't finished it. Two, I've played the game a lot less this year than last year. Um, I, I think I put close to 2,000 hours in it, or I think like 1,500 hours in it last year. God, and I think I've only put four or 500 in it this year. That's still a good chunk. It is, but I pretty much only play it when streaming. And when I'm streaming, I almost exclusively do PvP. Right. So those are a couple things. And um, I think I mentioned last year, there's some of them that are conceivable that no one will ever actually accomplish. <laughs> like in the lifespan of the game, however long it ends up going, there are things that just, it's pure RNG. So like oh. there's, I think there's one of them specifically, the Shrouded Ghost. You have to kill it five times to get the one achievement. And no one still, the game has been out almost five years. No one has ever, no one has gotten it. Yeah, so like, it's conceivable that that's one that could never be attained. But aside from that, I still didn't complete it. So Damn. Uh, a failure on my part, but one I'm okay with because. Well, like 60%? Uh, well, 66 technically. Hmm? Wait, what? How close? How close? How close am I? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I didn't focus on it almost oh, at all. Okay. Gotcha. Well, the last thing I will say, a victory on my part. The, at the beginning of this year, they announced they were closing down the arena. And what we found out later was that they were opening up this new PvP mode. But when they closed the arena, uh, there were all these achievements I didn't have yet. And I think I had like less than a month to get them all. And some of them were tough. And I went through and got them all and nice. grinded that out. Grounded that out. Grinded that out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that I accomplished. But that wasn't the, that wasn't the thing. Close enough. That is not one I'll be scheduling for next year. <laughs> almost guarantee you. Back to back years, Ben. What do you think? I don't think. I don't think it was attainable this year. Uh, it, it it is obtainable. I, I could have done it, but that would have required so much PVE, and I just can't. I can't fathom it. Five year goal? No. <laughs> Ten year? <laughs> I, I I think what I've decided is just that like there are some of those that would be fun to do like specifically the tall tales which are the more story element of the game like those would be fun to do more and get all those all those commendations but i just don't enjoy the pve as much as pvp so to force myself to place to do something i don't like for the sake of a goal right i don't really feel the need to do that it'll make you know i do that enough game. in real life <laughs> i don't need to do it in a game Seriously. so so those those are the uh the results of our 2022 gaming resolutions next week. I'm telling you guys, come prepared with, let's say, three gaming resolutions each. And so just before we I, I just kind of bridge the gap, I know we're not going to talk about 2023 this week, but are there any of the resolutions that you guys just talked about that you could see yourself, maybe not labeling as like a resolution for next year, but more trying to carry forward? Mine are so vague that I feel like a lot of them I will try and do again next year. Um, I'm not going to completely cop out. Like, I'll come up with other stuff, too. But thematically, for me personally, for the two I picked, it's probably going to be similar, but I'm going to try and get more. So One thing I will say is um, the resolutions for next year have to be at least slightly less vague. True. All, all three of us. Slightly less vague. Because like okay. Dave is like, play more online. Well, technically, that's okay. an hour more, you know, or one minute more. Because we got it. And yours were play more single player games. Right. You got to be specific and measurable. Yes. Measurable. measurable. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 
They don't have, I'm not asking you to write a dissertation here. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's have something we can actually like. Did I actually did I definitely accomplish that? Yes right. or no? Right. Cool. Okay. And yeah, uh, Dave, I think playing my consoles more uh, is something I'll carry forward. And I think it's something that I've got a new space now where I'm able to play and it is much more conducive to being able to play games on my consoles because my kids aren't running in front of the TV constantly and everything. So uh, that's definitely a bonus, an addition that will help me for sure. All right. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the next thing is, what have we been playing? It's Damn. it's the week. We're in the, the couple days after Christmas here. Uh, we've had most of us, all three of us, I think, have had slightly less busy weeks, at least. At, at least in the terms of adult responsibilities. Maybe we've, you know, I've still had like a couple of Christmases and like stuff around the house and putting together kids toys and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like I think we've all talked about like having a little bit different type of gaming time. So. Who wants to go first on what you've been playing this past week? I can go. All right. Yeah, I don't care. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of Deep Rock. I don't know if you guys have heard that game. Never heard of it, actually. Um, yeah, Dave had inspired me. You know, he, he was keeping it in my brain. And not that I ever truly forgot about Rock and Stone, but I tried it on the PC. And hot diggity damn, does it run like a goddamn champ. Um, turned everything to ultra. Uh, it looks immaculate. It's a little strange getting used to it on uh, mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, but not too, too bad. Um, played that with Ben for a bit. It was it, it was good fun. That game's awesome. Yeah, and I'll just cut it and say we were playing Call of Duty, and I don't remember which one of us was like, Rock and Stone! And then we were like, we should play Deep Rock. And then we did. <laughs> we should actually play Deep Rock right now. <laughs> and so we switched over. Dude, that's what happened. We were like... I think we were two Warzone matches deep, and the the second one we just got fucking obliterated, and we're like, "You don't play Deep Rock right now, <laughs> like like right now." <laughs> I'm like, I have it downloaded. I'll, I'll I'll boot that bitch up right now. Um, Dave, that's one that I've got the itch now to play it somewhere. So that's one that we could uh, absolutely. And it's it, but it's not cross platform, right? It's not. It's uh, it's cross play. It's not cross progression. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We Perfect. played before. I, I think it's crossplay. Is it? Cross- yeah, that would make sense. You're See, right. Because we did I play have... before, and uh, Brandon and I were PS5, and you were PC. I'll Google. No, when I played with you guys, I played on PC on PS5. Oh. I'll Google it right now. I know it's not cross progression. Let me find out if it's okay. crossplay. You keep talking. But that was a lot of fun, as always. Um, lovely game. Um, I also played more Life is Strange. 
Why the fuck do I keep calling it that? It's I not Life know. is Strange. That game is ass. <laughs> Phil has ruined my mind. I almost had a heart attack right there. I'm like, no, 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 Life no. Is please strange. take it back. Edit this shit out. Um, I was playing more high on life. That game continues to amaze me. Uh, I got to the point with um, Nate, Nate Robinson, Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson is Tim. from I Think You Should Leave. Yes, yeah. Tim Robinson. Who's Nate Robinson? Is that, I have no idea. Is that a sports star? Uh, anyway. Yes, yes, that's uh, you play for the Knicks, I think. Okay. Well, whichever one's the comedian, uh, I think <laughs> I think you should leave. I got to his part, and man, th- this game is hilarious. Um, I can't stop playing it. Um, it just is so creative in ways a shooter I've never played uh, one quite like this. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And um, no more God of War, unfortunately. I have not played more. Um, somebody the other night was like do you like god of war i was like yeah i think it's awesome and they were like well then why haven't you finished it and i said well i don't fucking know that's a great question i should have finished it by now um but still going strong in the background i suppose i've been getting itchy i need to keep playing because i just want to finish it at this point um not because i'm not enjoying it but um and last wait real quick Unless this is outdated, mm-hmm. apparently this is the same as it was before. Deep Rock is cross-play, but not between PS5 and PC. <sighs> I think Fuck, PC man. and Xbox can play together, and like Steam and all those others can play. Uh, but PS5 is not in the mix for whatever reason. <sighs> At least not yet. Fucking Jim, so, dude. Yeah, it's probably Jim's it's fault. Jim... <sighs> God damn it. Yep. I've been playing Need for Speed Unbound. I've been talking about it for weeks, um, and I finally got it in my hands. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, I didn't know what exactly to expect because all I had seen was two trailers in some buzz. Um, but actually sinking my teeth into the game, I've played probably less than 10 hours. Um, I did the first uh, big challenge, and I'm on to the second week. Um, uh, if you play the game, you'll know what I mean, but, um, yeah, it's really good. I think that the cars are fantastic. That's exactly why I play these sort of games. Um, these sort of games always lack in other ways, but it doesn't bother me. It kind of lacks in the same way that, uh, Fast and the Furious movie does, you know, everyone still likes them and they're enjoyable to most. Um, but they're not masterpieces as far as writing or voice acting goes. Um, that's very apparent. Some of the lines are pretty cringy i'm not gonna lie i feel like they are made for millennials in a way just because of some of the jokes i swear to god when i say that there was literally a vine reference um (laughs) oh god i'm not joking there was one that was like you know there's this old man in the game and he's talking about how he saw that this uh this sign that was like roadworks ahead i sure hope it does that's literally from a vine so (laughs) like i don't know you know, whatever. It still is funny. And I did like actually crawl out of my skin just a little bit when I heard that. But that's kind of a, a backseat, no pun intended, to the rest of the game. Um, and I'm not too worried about there being high level writing or voice acting in these sort of games because the cars are the best part. Um, and the loop is very satisfying. Uh, some of the other games that have had cops in them have kind of fallen flat for me because the cops seem unfair and inconsistent in ways, maybe almost too hard. Uh, But this game is a nice balance. Um, I feel like it's very much, the more you push it, the harder it gets, and it doesn't feel unfair. 
Um, so that's something that I really appreciated about it right out the gate. But um, we'll report more. Uh, but so far, I am absolutely loving the game. I'm looking forward to playing it tonight. So. Brandon, can I can I get a quick comparison to uh, Forza Horizon? Oh, um, that's my reference point for these kind of games. But the more I see about Need for Speed Unbound, the more I'm interested. So I'm curious yeah. as someone who's played a lot of of Horizon. <sighs> how you feel if it's not a proper comparison then yeah. just say it but yeah it's it's really not it's so different okay uh it really is so so different it's a lot like some of the old need for speeds like underground like most wanted era i'm getting a lot of those vibes from it nice. kind of like a return to like some of the more popular ones uh the soundtrack is banging uh you know very focused on like car aesthetic which i think is very key um but yeah, it is just so different. The driving, I actually, it took me a long time to be able to play uh, GT7, okay? Not Forza, GT7, to be able to understand how to properly drive a car in a more sim-like environment. I'm almost having to relearn a tiny bit yeah. because I, I'm wanting my cars to move like cars move and they just don't. Right. They move like a Need for Speed game, which is okay. I'm not saying it's bad. It is definitely more arcadey, but um, overall, just very good. Um, I don't know that it's worth dropping 70 bucks, but it was just on sale at Target the other day for like 40 bucks or something like that. So it's going to go down. EA games always do. I think I even mentioned that when I first started talking about it, that I was going to wait for it to go down. Um, but I don't know, Dave. I'd give it a go. Um <sighs> I think a lot of it is driven by the aesthetic for me, to be honest with you. Like driving the cars is a lot of fun and drifting around, but I think the visuals are really awesome. I wasn't sure how I felt about all the special effects, but I'm actually starting to enjoy it quite a bit. Um, and the mods for the cars are just completely on point. There's like a huge focus on like um, vastly changing the looks of your cars. Um, and if that's something you're interested in, and it's something I have always been interested in, like even in the old Need for Speeds, I remember playing Most Wanted Black Edition, and I would just go in and just build cars because I like making them look cool. Um, and, you know, to add an extra layer on top of that is just driving around with the cool cars. So um, really awesome overall. I'm glad I'm playing it, but didn't really need to throw another iron in the fire uh, but I did. Um, so here we are. Got a boy. Uh, just to give a little bit more love for Deep Rock. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what the affiliation is or if there is any, uh, but they and the Power Wash Simulator yeah. Twitter accounts oh, hell yeah. always interact with each other. That's and what, it's awesome. You think it's for Carl? It's probably for Carl. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Carl's it's, the dome. Dude, maybe Carl is. Maybe Carl's the guy from Power Wash Simulator. Maybe that's the guy you're playing as. Yeah, maybe or, that's Carl. We've or, always I, I I actually saw something in the Deep Rock Reddit that was referring to death as uh, being cast into Carldom. Mm. But maybe Carl isn't dead, <laughs> and maybe he's just he's it, in this alternate universe. Dude, save Carl. Yeah, man. Carl could be the gnome in Power Wash Simulator. That's too. true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Power Wash and sales like went down. There's not as many things to wash when you've cleaned everything, so he's. He's going to the mine. He's, he's gonna, it up. Yeah, dude. He's got to get back. Slopping he's get it up. Grimey, dude. Slop him up. That's right. There, uh, Power Wash is coming to PS5 soon. No shit. And, I want to play uh, it on PC. 
Game Pass. Absolutely. We'll do it. I need to do it's it. It's really good on so I played it on controller uh after I played it on mouse and keyboard, and I don't know how people hundred percent that game, but I'm planning on buying it on PS5 and you don't know how they do it, it on controller? Yeah, I don't know how they do it on okay. controller. After having played it on one, okay. how, how you could go to the other. Yeah. But I will say that I'm planning on playing it on PS5 just because I want to play it again and have something to work for. Because until they add something in, I've completed everything. What did they put in the, the battle game? pass in? If they put a battle pass in, I'll <laughs> like, buy it. Wouldn't that be badass? You have like power wash skins and in, 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 in like uh, pressure washer charms and shit. Yeah, I'd I'll buy do it. it. Sure. Dave, what have you been playing? Um... So I finished High on Life mm-hmm. uh, just yesterday, actually. Um, and yeah, this this is a game I'm going to fondly remember. It's not gonna it's not gonna go down in history as a classic for me or anything. But I laughed from start to finish. It never got old. Um, there was constantly new things around every corner that kind of surprised me or made me laugh. Um, you can critical path this game or do a bunch of side stuff and still. Um, have just as much fun. I did. I had no idea that um, Tim Robinson played. I'm just going to say that character because I yeah, don't want to spoil anything in this game. Um, but as you said it, I kind of looked it up and uh, I had no idea that was him. There were other voices that I heard throughout the game that I was like, that sounds familiar. And I looked yeah. it up and sure enough, there was some parallel. So um, I do kind of wish, um, I don't know, one little thing that game could have used. I say little thing is this, as if I know that, you know, this is a small, easy thing for a developer to add. But I really wish, like, there was stat tracking in the game that kind of oh, yeah. tied to, like, achievements or something. Because, like, I was thinking about the guns that I was using, and I, I was kind of just defaulting to my preferred gun. But I I thought it would have been cool if, like, there was an achievement for getting this many kills with this gun or this many kills from this gun's, like, secondary ability or, or something like that. Like, it, it feels like it would have been a relatively small thing that would have kind of enhanced the whole experience for me and kind of forced, that's not a good word to use, but like force some, you know, weapon diversity. Um, But in any case, I mean, if you have Game Pass, again, check out High on Life. I really, really, Brandon and I were talking throughout the week just about shit we've come across. (laughs) And I I really want to talk more about that. But I also, again, want people to experience it and kind of get the punchline the way I did. And there's stuff I want to talk to Brandon about right now, but I know he's not there yet <laughs> in the game. So yeah, I really, I really had fun with High on Life, and and it kind of echo what we said last week. And I saw Chris Raygun, friend of the friend of the show, said this on Twitter was like, it's nice to have a comedy game because we don't get a lot of comedy games, and that's yeah. what this is. Um, in my uh, being on my Game Pass bullshit that I've been on, uh, checked out a couple of other things. I checked out Skywalker Saga, uh, Lego Skywalker Saga. Um, That was cool. Um, It's probably the best Lego game I've played, and I haven't played that many, so that means nothing. Um, But it was super high quality. It looks great. Uh, It's it's so satisfying to just kind of do all the smashing that you do. But the one thing that kind of got me was... um, I think by design, there's a lot that you can't do when you first start the game. Um, and what I mean by that is, is there's puzzles and uh, kyber bricks and collectibles that like you need a certain class of character to kind of solve the puzzle that gets you to that kyber brick, which is really frustrating because naturally when you start out the game, you have so few characters unlocked that you just see these collectibles like right in front of you, but you can't get to them. 
So like you have to go back and I don't know, there just didn't seem to be like a, an organic delineation between the main missions and sort of the open world collecting the way stuff was just kind of there. So, um, but again, that's something that, that naturally will dissipate the more you play. Um, I don't know how much more I'm going to play of it. I, I played through all of uh, episode one. Ben, you played this game. What episode did you start on? I started on episode one, but I think okay. I I don't even think I finished episode three. I got right. bored with it. And I just to cut in, I felt deeply what you're saying there about like uh, trying to get all the collectibles from the beginning, even though you know you don't have all the pieces to do so or yeah. all the characters to do so and the abilities. Yeah. So I was going around and I just got tired because I was so thoroughly exploring every environment and destroying everything I could and getting as many bricks as I could. And then I was like, man, I'm going to have to go back and go through all these worlds again. And like, it just, I kind of got exhausted from it and other games had come out. So I definitely, you know, switched to those and never went back, but I'll, I might revisit it at some point. Yeah. It's, it's the kind of game I could see myself jumping in and out of here and there, but um but yeah if i'm just curious for people in discord if they have played skywalker saga did you start from episode one because i think you can start at either episode one episode four or episode seven yeah um so yeah Yeah. um yeah and i i another thing i want to touch on quickly just because i owe an apology to everybody um i jumped into halo infinite uh multiplayer um this is a game that i kind of in a roundabout way defended a few weeks ago um but my goodness this game has it is so sad what like like there is just nothing going on in this game um it's been out for over a year now i think i came i played for two or three hours i think i came across one new map yeah. When I leave Call of Duty for two months and I go back in, I don't think I play a map. And I'm talking about Vanguard and and, and um, Cold War and stuff like that because those are the most recent ones. But if I leave that game for two months and I jump back in, I will not play a map I'm familiar with because there's so much new ones. Like it's crazy. They the, the the battle pass is just like the most meaningless shit. Um, I have some streamers that I watch on Twitch and like everybody seems to have kind of jumped on forge, which is fine. Yeah. But man, oh man, it's, it's just a sad game. It really is, which sucks because the moment to moment gameplay is good, but like the amount of time you stand in that boring lobby with no battle pass to look at, like there is one, but it's, it's not worth looking at with that weird fucking emo music. It's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, dude, Dave, what I thought is even the premium stuff, which you think is your creme de la creme, even when I was playing the game, the premium stuff they were putting out for money, I was even like, yeah, that's cool, but I don't fucking care. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't. It, it wasn't even like, you know, the Call of Duty stuff, when a new pack comes, I, I I look at every single one. I don't buy them, but they're usually pretty damn cool and I look. Sometimes you buy them. Sometimes. I think I bought one okay. Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. It's just but. like annoying because like, again, I'm going to compare it to Call of Duty because honestly, I think they do it the best. But like every single match, whether I get five kills or 30 kills, it's like, here's a new attachment. Um, here's a new skin for this gun. Here's a new this. Da, 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 da. Whereas like Halo, it's like maybe if I play four more matches, I might unlock this stupid like background for my name badge that I don't even want. It's, I don't know. It's just there's it there was no drive to play except that 
again, the moment-to-moment gameplay in Halo Infinite is still really, really good. But, like, you need to offer a little bit more for people to stick around. But Dude, yeah. if, if the moment-to-moment wasn't there, it would have suffered the same problems some of the really shitty old ones would have yeah. had. Well, yeah. like Halo 5? Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, so. Um Last thing I've been playing, uh, I checked out this this little indie game uh, called Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, finally, yeah, I heard of that one. <laughs> Technically, um, is an indie game. It has yeah. John Wick in it or something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and Luther is coming <laughs> in it and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I kind of just picked this up yesterday. I've been eyeing Cyberpunk for a long time, as I'm sure a lot of people um have who haven't pulled the trigger yet um it kind of keeps going down to like 30 dollars canadian and i'm just like it's probably not going to go lower i feel like playing it now so i finally pulled the trigger i'm only about four or five hours into the game um i don't know if i'm going to ever feel the same way about this game that i did about witcher but i don't know if that was ever the point right but the world building and the storytelling and the interesting characters they all really seem to be there so um i'm excited about what's to come um I kind of spent a little bit of time just walking around today and breathing in the worlds the way you would in any kind of big, big open world game like this. And uh, there's lots of interesting stuff kicking around. Um, I came across a guy today who needed to go to a doctor because he had a black market penis mod that went (laughs) wrong. So, you know, for all this serious tonal cyberpunk stuff, there's, there's, you know, some funny stuff to be had not that that's what i'm looking for um but the one thing i kind of wanted to mention that i have come across thus far is this brain dance mechanic Mm. um if you've played this uh then 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 you know what i'm talking about but um i was aware of this and i think actually before the game came out they did they released a video feature on this brain dancing thing and i can recall it not being received too well because people thought about cyberpunk and they were like, this is not what I want to do. But anyways, I came to the point in the, in the game where you actually do the brain dance investigations. And I just thought it was a really interesting way to approach this um, investigation mechanic that we've seen in a lot of games. So like, you know, the Batman Arkham series, I think did it really well. I think the Witcher did it. Okay. um, To some respect, another game I've recently been playing ghost of Tsushima was as great as that game was, it's invis- investigation stuff was bad. It was just look around for this little icon and press a button so you can get to it and do it three times until you follow a path somewhere. So um, I like invest- investigation mechanics when they're done well. And I'm really intrigued by this brain dance thing where you can kind of, you know, investigate clues from a visual standpoint or from a thermal standpoint or from just audio and you kind of bounce between the three. So it seems really cool, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to what this game is going to bring and I'm intrigued so far. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'll hopefully have more to talk about next week when I what? get further into it. Questions for you, Dave. Um, well, one question. I think it was just really buggy at launch, that investigation mechanic. I know I had some bug problems around launch with the brain dances specifically. I think that was part of the problem. Um, but two, uh, what shape did you make your pubes? <laughs> okay. So I, I, I knew about the penis, uh, customization. Um, and I, I, I kind of was going through my character and I don't really do a lot in customization anyways. I usually just pick a preset, give them blonde hair so I can say, Hey, that's me. Um, but I did scroll to the penis thing 
and like I toggled the penis customization on real quickly. So like his shorts disappeared and oh, yeah. I saw a dick and I was like, oh, there's a dick. And I quickly turned it off. So I didn't really touch the penis customization because I just thought it was coward. I yeah. spent a lot of time on the penis customization. Sheathed or unsheathed, Dave. I got to What's that word <laughs> do you love, Brandon? Pertnier. I feel like that's Pertnier. that's appropriate right here. But speaking uh, yeah. of. I, I can send it to the Discord, but speaking of bugs in that game, one of the bugs towards the beginning was regardless of what clothing you put on, just the penis sometimes would stick through. It would, it, it would I have a picture of it, would just clip through the clothing. So j- almost as if the gentleman had his fly open. Um, that's the kind of bug I want to keep around, if I'm going to be honest. Just but. just quickly on the bug thing, because I did mean to talk about that. So t- we're two years after launch. Um, I wasn't really worried about bugs because I'd heard this game was in a pretty good state. Uh, four or five hours in, the only thing I've seen is like in one instance, I was fighting a guy in a simulation tutorial and he like T-posed twice, <laughs> but he quickly snapped out of it. So that that was kind of it. Oh, and I didn't have a shirt on for some reason. Like it's a first person game. So the customization, in my opinion, is kind of moot. But I found in one of the cutscenes, like my guy didn't have a shirt on. I was like, oh, is that just for the cutscene? Sure enough, I went into the menu. I had my shirt equipped, but I was just shirtless. So I had to unequip it, reequip it, and there it was. So he was just warm. Minor or things. Yeah. It's really interesting because we've seen Cyberpunk kind of have a long tail to it. Like obviously there was a lot of talk right at launch. And then ever since then, like there's been peaks and valleys of of discussion about Cyberpunk. But it almost seems like, you know, all the big games, they they come out, they're really popular for a while. And then people are still playing them, but they get not talked about as much after that. Uh, a recent example that breaks that norm is Elden Ring, although still you don't hear as much about Elden Ring now as you did six months ago or something. But Cyberpunk, I feel like the fact that so many people were like, I'm not going to play this yet because it's broken has given it a longer tail. Like they clearly made tons of money at launch, but they've continued to make money because so many people have waited to purchase it. And well. Maybe they're making less money than they would have at launch. Yeah, I was going to say, but also this is unique because of the show. Yes, th- there's that too. But like even before the show, there were still people playing it for the first time a year and a half after launch. Right, right, right. And it's almost like they released this broken game, made all their money back, and then because people are finding out about it months and years after, I don't just mean finding out about it. I mean like discovering the game itself and playing it they're catching more people two years after launch than I feel like most games probably do. <laughs> Seriously. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So maybe they're geniuses. Maybe they put it up broken on purpose. Oh, God. Imagine. They had the yellow card before launch. They knew. Yeah. They knew. <laughs> For me, I, uh, like Brandon mentioned, I played a little Deep Rock Galactic. Love it. Have the bug. Want to play some more. I'm really disappointed there's no no easy way to cross play with PlayStation because uh, I feel like that's a game I want to play on my PC now. You know, but anyway, uh, I'm playing high on life. I have not finished it yet, but I uh, love it. I love it. That's so good. The the humor is my speed. And it's really funny because a lot of the people that I hear talking about the game, they're like, it's not that great. And I'm like, you just don't get it. And then I'm like, oh, no. Am I a stereotypical Rick and Morty fan who tells people that they don't like it because they just don't get it because they're not intellectual enough. <laughs> and I'm having kind of a 
existential existential crisis, crisis yeah. about being obnoxious no i i don't i'm not really quite like that but there are people who are clearly like just don't understand the humor and i understand why you wouldn't but uh you're wrong but the, the things I want to say about it, because I'm about half or two-thirds of the way through it, I'm having an inordinate amount of bugs. And I don't know if this is really? typical because I have not read reviews and stuff. I've heard a couple people talk about it on shows and stuff. But I have – there was a couple points where, like, I, I did some actions really quick. And then my gun – like, my hand was still holding a gun, but the gun wasn't there and wouldn't fire. And I had to actually restart the checkpoint to get it to come back. Now, fortunately, there's frequent checkpoints. So there was never, there's never been, a, I've had to restart the check to a checkpoint six or eight times for different problems. And the checkpoints are pretty few and for, or pretty, pretty plentiful. So there's never been a whole lot of progress lost. But I was a little disappointed about that, that I've seen a lot of that. And then there was another time where I was like supposed to be fighting these enemies. And it was like clear out the section before you could move on to the next section. Right. And there were no enemies. I searched for half an hour and finally I was like, what if I just restart this checkpoint? And I restarted the checkpoint and look, there's enemies where there weren't before. Question. Yeah. You're playing on PC. Yeah. I'm just curious yeah. because I haven't had many bucks. Dave, what did you play on? I was playing on Series S. Okay. Maybe it's a PC thing. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm not playing on PC. I'm playing on Series S. Oh, yeah. okay. Strange, dude. Uh, With that said, those, I mean... They're kind of annoying, but it seems to be an easy fix. The actual problem I have it's with like the game... breaking, at least. No, it's not, like, totally broken or anything. The actual problem I'm having with the game is when I go to try to... Like, I've warped into worlds a couple times, like, after I've completed stuff, just because I was like, oh, I have this new ability. I can get to that place now. Right. I want to see what was up there. And, like, doing cleanup before I should be, and I know that, like we were talking about earlier with uh, a different game. I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Lego. But... I'm getting in there and I'm like running off and because I'm not following like a linear path anymore because uh, I'm not pursuing like a story objective. You get lost. I'm like, where the hell is the portal? (laughs) I literally searched for an hour for a portal to get back and there's no other way to get back. There's no map. And maybe you could say that's a good thing because that's how like they wanted it to be intuitive. But I just feel like that's something they forgot to put in. Yeah. Map would be. And like just not having any freaking clue how to get back to where I need to be uh, is a little bit frustrating, but that's only happened the one time. And I think I've learned my lesson not to do that uh, until I'm well equipped with what I need to do to get in there. So really enjoying it. Looking forward to talking with you guys about uh, all the stuff in the game, not on the podcast. Cause like you said, we want people to experience it, but uh, I have been playing, or I finished God of War Ragnarok this week. Damn. And, uh, I'm a big God of War fan. I will say that up front. So like I'm maybe a little biased, although a lot of people like God of War. And I've been fairly inoculated from hearing too much about it one way or another, other than what I've heard on shows I've edited. And I usually try to speed through those and not hear a whole lot. But I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed all parts of the game so far. I mean, I I finished, I rolled credits. I rolled the extra credits. I'm going to go back and do cleanup and stuff. I don't know if I'm actually going to, uh, like do the platinum or anything, but I'm certainly going to finish up all the, the story related quests. And people are saying like, I'm reading some stuff now and people are like, it's badly paced. And I'm like, is it badly paced? Because I do understand at the beginning of the game, it feels very drawn out. And at the end of the game, it feels very fast, but neither one of those bother me. Do you want it? What do these people want it to be very slow at the end? Like, I'll, no, I think they wanted the opposite. They said it was too, it's too long. 
and I've not found that I thought it was too long at all. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it took me about 30 hours, and that's with doing half the side quest I came across. 32 hours, maybe. And I think, no, actually, I think my save is at like 29 and a half hours, and I've, I did a few of the side quests. And I think what they mean is the pacing is off. And the, the end of it does feel a little bit breakneck, and the ending of the game is a quick resolution, frankly. And that's okay because of all the lead up to it and the, the build up. It's actually a little bit more meaningful because of the build up and the quick resolution. So, like, that's a good thing in my mind. But I just don't, if, it, if it's good, why do I care how long it is? Right. Um, if it starts to, if it starts to feel boring because of how long it is, then I understand. Also, but I've been engaged the entire way through feel like I felt like I had a purpose the entire way through. I felt like the stories I was being told were entertaining and informative the whole way through. And like there were meaningful things all the way through. So yeah, I, I don't know. With how some games are made today though. Also like 30 hours. Yeah. How could like, I don't know. If people were complaining and it was eighty hours, right. I would say, okay, you got a you got a little bit more of a leg to stand on. Sure, but this caliber of game for thirty hours, right? I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of unfounded in a lot of ways. But yeah, to each his own. So anyway, I'm I loved it. Uh, definitely my personal actual game of the year. I've talked about Power Wash and Metal Hellsinger being my game of the year. <laughs> this is I mean, this is legitimately my game of the year. If I was going to make such a distinction, I still very much love those other games, obviously, for different reasons. But I'm looking forward to diving back in and playing a little more of the world and experiencing it. Because I know as I was reading through some of the stuff after I beat the game, I was like, oh, that's a side quest I didn't get the information from. I'm going to go back and do that. Because there did get to a point where I was starting to see like things that I had to dodge spoilers. And I was like, if I don't finish the main story of this game soon, I'm going to get spoiled and be very upset. And I'm extremely sensitive to spoilers so i i I found out a spoiler a a very minor spoiler in horizon and i was like almost like i'm done playing the game (laughs) like i I almost didn't want to finish it even though i knew it was minor so and then the other thing just the continuing saga on my brain rot of uh marvel snap um i'm really getting into it now like i've said that a couple weeks in a row i've i'm actually like going on forums and reading through strategies and like reading guides, not guides is like, here's what cards you should pick, but like, here's how the game mechanics work. Here's how the the matchmaking works and stuff like that. And I'm not typically, I like card games, but I'm not typically a, let me get as deep into this ecosystem as possible. And I'm still not like that. Don't get me wrong with this game, but I'm not very far from it. <laughs> You're getting uh, there. Yeah. And, and I still haven't paid any real money for this game. Uh because I'm a tightwad and I don't want to, but I very much feel like this is, this doesn't feel, you know, how Hearthstone came out and it's on phones and iPad and everything, but it Hearthstone to me always felt like this is a game that you boot up and you play, right? This is not a sit on the toilet and pass 10 minutes. Right. Marvel snap now is actually starting to feel more like a game than a mobile game to me. If, if that makes sense. And, uh, there's way more strategy involved the with the higher end cards that you get uh, than I initially realized. And I built a new deck today and I'm like, okay, I know this deck should work. Now I have to figure out how to play with it. And so I played like five or six games. Um, I think I did about five, about 500 on those 
one half of them lost half of them and uh just learning how things work and how uh, so to, to clarify i didn't build the deck because i wanted to use it i built the deck because it was a deck other people were using and i wanted to figure out how people were combating it right like how people were going to stop me from using it gotcha and uh so like i'm even getting into the point where i'm playing defense against decks by playing the offense so it's interesting it's it's really wild uh it's way when i you know it's it's a mobile game who cares but it's definitely uh i mean it is on pc too but it's definitely more of a real strategy game than i gave her credit for at the very beginning and even recently so you gotta defend against those flood decks man gotta defend against the flood decks either uh, there are no flood decks but... there's not wait maybe there are depends on how you define a flood deck <laughs> all right that's all i got that's it that's it dave that's it that's it i guess we'll see you next year see you next year boys it's been a good year thank you yeah, yeah thanks thanks for listening we really do appreciate it um this isn't just another plug for the patreon but thanks everybody we saw a big jump uh, in the patreon it's still very small uh but we saw a big jump over last year and we appreciate that and uh we love seeing people active in the discord uh it, it is meaningful to us so we appreciate it. I hope you had a Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate. I hope you have a Happy New Year. I'm not going to say if you celebrate because everybody literally has to follow the calendar. So screw off. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye. The HP Podcast is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thanks to our producers, Grabalicious, Christian Snow, Rainick, Chris Bylock. Derek O, Nuke Dukum, Brian Parrott, Htrons, Maurice Bays, Passive Pixels, Edwin Castillo, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Wormhat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.